Peace and blessings and much love to all. This is Bashi Sadiq, and this is the What's Within Daily Reflections podcast. Excuse the delay in speech. I'm a little bit tired tonight, but I had a few things that I wanted to touch on, and I figured what better time to, I can't say put in work, but rather reach out. Reach out to my peers, reach out to those who I love, those who are willing to listen, those who are on this same spiritual journey. You know, I, I took a couple notes on a few things that I wanted to, 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 to touch on so that way I wouldn't veer. I kind of like to do things unscripted, but for the sakes of consistency, let's just kind of stick to my note points. Uh, you know, we're all on this spiritual journey of ours. And it's older than the, the ancient text in which we learn from, in which we, we've come to use as spiritual guides. It's older than the Quran, the Bhagavad Gita, and the Holy Bible. You know, it's older than existence, the human existence itself. The journey is as old as the energy which created the universe. And on this journey, we could connect with our origin. We find our spiritual meaning and the source of our existence. Because everyone here listening is on some type of spiritual journey. People say, oh, you have to act a certain way or speak a certain way or read this or read that in order to be on a spiritual journey. But in fact, a spiritual journey is just being, living. That, that's what we wake up to do every day is a spiritual journey. A squirrel is on a spiritual journey. A bird is on a spiritual journey. A, a, a human is most definitely on his spiritual journey journey, that journey from birth to death, a journey in which, ironically, we're the only beings that worry about our demise, the end of our journey, but rather, we fear the end of our journey, but rather not the journey itself, we're too, we're too worried about the end to even worry about What's going on right now. To not really worry about. But rather enjoy what's going on right now. See worry is the problem. Let me just. Uh, uh, reword this. Worry is the problem. We. On our spiritual journeys. Each one of us has our own journey. That we're on. We're all walking our own spiritual path. Even the wino Is on his spiritual path. Even when we look at ourselves and say we're screwing up, that is, you're still on a spiritual journey, okay? Because we are spirit. We are not of the mind. We are not of the body. We are of the energy in which created the mind and the body and everything else around us. We are spirit. And within that spirit, that, that energy, which is a powerful thing, we all know po- energy can be whether positive or negative, but 
we sort of feed off of that negative energy without even realizing it. I find it funny that we, we, we try to manage time and we try to manage stress. But why do we need time management? Why do we need stress management? Why not manage it, the spirit so that our mind and body can align? We manage the spirit, we can manage time, we can manage stress, we can manage anything in the physical and spiritual realm. You manage the spirit by being mindful. When you, you get in touch with the breath, you get in touch with your thoughts. Don't try to stop those thoughts. The brain wanders. Rather, try and focus on the present. The focus on being, uh, uh, on, on the being, on the now. Just focus on being. Appreciate the mind and its wonders. Come to know the conscious and the, and, and, and that the conscious is the conscious and the subconscious is the subconscious. Have gratitude for the continuous activities of the mind. You know, don't let time, things like time, create a stress factor within you. Because we are the ones who create those stress factors. We identify it. As soon as we identify it mentally, we can create how we feel about it. Based on how we identify such things. Now... The biggest thing that I wanted to touch on today is something that we all, we all battle with. Something that we all choose to torture ourselves with. Nobody wishes to be stressed, yet we create the stress that we wish to run from. The stress that we don't want, we create it. And that one thing... The, one of the, the biggest things that create that stress on the, in, in everyone's daily lives is the big elephant in the room, time. Time is a stressor to most. We got to learn first to let go of time. Time is just a construct. You can control time to your advantage because time is just a perception of time. You, you have to slow down, focus your actions. Time is a measurement or is it a personal prison? Is time a measurement or is it a personal prison? I, I asked myself that earlier, sort of in the self-meditation. This morning. Because in my mornings, I try my best to focus on just being. Focus on the now. And I appreciate the now. But I bring this up is because through these morning active meditations, time seems to not exist. Time seems to go by slow. 
It almost seems as though I can control that time. I can do many things within that time and never, ever be in a rush. I could wake up and you say what you would consider running late. I no longer run late. And it sounds absurd. But the first step in that is to slow down. Slow down. Focus on your actions, not the time. Because once again, time is a measurement. Not your personal prison. We allow ourselves to suffer at our own hands. We create the stress we wish to rid ourselves of. Yet we have that power. We create the stress that we wish to rid ourselves of. You think about that. Why? Knowing these things now. Why would you stress yourself out about the time? You can be sitting and you could go, okay, I've got two hours before I leave to go to work. You make your coffee. Well, let's just say you you shower, you do all that, you know, then you make your coffee. Say, well, you get dressed, you shower, you get dressed, you make your coffee, or whatever your your morning ritual is, or whatever. Yet, you find yourself keep glancing at that time. It comes to a point where time more matters more than the task in which you are doing. You have two hours, yet sometimes, more than likely, you're subconsciously in a rush. Because you're worried about time. I have this much time to take a shower. I have this much time to to groom. I have this much time to get dressed. I have this much time before I have to leave. Why let something as I I can I can't really think of a word to express this something as 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 trivial as the construct of time control you. We create we created what we know is time. Well the measurement of time. just a measurement it's not look you have to look at time like this okay I'm just gonna put it like this simplify it you have to look at time just like this it ain't gonna stop it's a continuum you can't stop it you can't reverse it you cannot do anything with it The very timeline of the universe is beyond anything we can fathom. Heck, just traveling to, let's say, outer space, to give you for example, is light years away. According, you know, to our time measurements. Light years. 
in our measurement of time here on earth. It's even more funny because, give you for example, say it's 1030. At a time, there was a time in my life where that I would say, oh my God, it's 1030. I got to hurry up and go to bed because my bedtime's 11. I've got 30 minutes to get this done. I've got 30 minutes. And so everything that I do will be based on I got 30 minutes left. Now, how can I focus at my full potential on the task in which I am trying to complete But if my mind is solely is, is focused on how much time that I have rather than not completing the task. Because you'll think, okay, I have this much time and I have a deadline on this project or this piece of homework. You're thinking about the time. You're not thinking, you're not putting your full potential towards what you are trying to do, towards your actions. Our actions are what matters. Our actions. The now, right now. What am I doing right now? Not what I'm doing later. Because two minutes from now, I I, I can't tell you what's going to happen. So why would I even bother with time? Time doesn't matter if I'm focused on right now. You, when I say slow down and concentrate on your actions, the best exercise for that would be breathing. In through the nostrils, out through your mouth. Try that. Breathing exercises that are, to me, the best ways and the best path into focusing on right now. Even if you aren't breathing exercises, say right now if you're sitting down and you're listening to this podcast and you're writing. I'm going to tell you this, even though I would love for you to listen to my podcast. I'm going to tell you this. Pause it. Pause the podcast because right now, only thing that you need to focus on is the writing. That's the right now. I'm not saying that the human brain is incapable of multitasking because we're very much capable of multitasking, but multitasking can become dangerous to us, very detrimental. Because we tried to bite off more than we can chew. So I like to say slow down. Slow down. Concentrate. Focus. Be mindful. Focus on the now. Just focus on being. That's the first step. And once you, 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 you've you mastered that. Because you can master it in a short amount of time. And this, this, this doesn't take long. Once you've mastered that. Once it becomes a learned a thought pattern learn behavior 
you would naturally you would naturally just be stress free as far as time goes you would be you would be free from that prison of time time would be just that to you a measurement a measurement that men use but it doesn't control you people always say it's not enough time in the day yes there is because you create that time and in a sense someone can say that is time management but once again I say you can't manage time manage the spirit See, but the key word to that, the key word, the key to all of it is gratitude. Have gratitude for even the smallest itch. You know, embrace when you feel uncomfortable because you will find yourself comfortable. Have gratitude for the air that passes through your lungs and the sensation that it creates in your body. Gratitude is the key to self-love. And self-love is the key to appreciating, to, to, to appropriately loving every, to loving others. Excuse me. Get <laughs> kind of intense. Gratitude is the key to self-love. And self-love is the key to appropriately loving others. We cannot appropriately love others if we do not have self-love. And a lot of people try to find self-love in all the wrong places. You can't find self-love with materialism. You can't find self-love with just... Uh, uh, can I, so many examples I can use, but I'm going to use one of my own. Because it, it was a journey in which I was once on, and still am. Because it's, it's an everlasting, it's, it's an everlasting journey. You're going to be on it for the rest of your life. You're going to find the love, but you will you you will find more and more and more love. The more gratitude you have the more love you will have for yourself but what I'm saying is okay there was a time where I'm like self-love you know I was I was only skimming on the surface of it self-love you know love the self you know I'm gonna shower myself with gifts no nope that didn't do it I thought being spiritual was was going to do it. I thought exercise was going to do it. And it just nothing that I could nothing I did even though I felt everything that I did was correct worked. Then I found out I should say I was enlightened that 
all comes from is the perfect cocktail of all of it. The perfect cocktail of exercise. The perfect cocktail of spirituality. That yoga and that spiritualness, everything that I did, I added spirituality to it. My yoga practices, my exercise, my writing, my work. This isn't about your religion. It's about your spirituality, your connection with the energy in which you were created, your connection with the universe as we know it. had to find my connection through the right cocktail and that right cocktail well there isn't any right cocktail it's the cocktail that works for you but there's only one ingredient that is universal to everyone and that is spirituality to add that spirituality into everything that you do everything it's not blind faith to have faith in yourself. Having faith in yourself is having faith in the creator in which created you. I had to realize once I found gratitude, just having gratitude. Gratitude showed me a lot of things about myself. It continues to teach me a lot of things about myself and my connection to the to, to my creator. Having self-love is loving your creator because you are a piece of, of, of that creator. We are a piece of that energy. Whether we like it or not. But you have to find gratitude in order to appreciate that. Gratitude, even as small as smiling at that squirrel that you see every day, that he be, that his actions become so mundane to you. His actions that you know you you sort of shrug off. You don't appreciate. Gratitude will have you smiling at that squirrel, and if the smile isn't because he's a squirrel and he's cute and he's cuddly, but the smile is rather. We speak two different languages. We're two different sizes. We're two different, total different creatures. So we think. So, well, well, not so we think. But so we perceive. Through, through just looking, looking at it. We say, oh, we're so different. But that smile and that gratitude is more or less... I'm just like you. You're just like me. That angry man that you want to cuss out, or that angry man, that angry coworker, or that person that did this to you and that to you. Gratitude. It make you smile at them. Not pity them for being mad or having these these feelings, but gratitude. It make you appreciate. 
that they're human just like you. That even if you're not an angry person or this person or that person, nonetheless, what you have in common is the fact that you're a human being. That things bother us. We have stresses. And these stresses are created from us. That gratitude is just, hey, you're just like me. I'm just like you. I appreciate you. I love you. Just for being. Because you love yourself just for being. Just be. Like I always like to say, just be. There's no no catchy catchphrase. <laughs> there's there's nothing more to it than just being. That's the first step. Just have gratitude for being. And, and one would say, how do you find gratitude? Because it took me a long time to have it. And I'm just going to say once again, gratitude is on the road to self-love. And the way to finding that gratitude is just practicing it. You know, flexing that muscle, working that muscle so that it becomes something that is natural, which it is, but we don't use that muscle enough. It's something that we're born with. We have gratitude when we're in our mother's bellies. We may not remember this gratitude, but we have it. We were warm. What do you think we cry for when we exit that wound? That wound. We 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 cry when we're born. It's is is for the gratitude from which we came from. It's it, it's a. I, I truly believe the baby crying when born is gratitude. Not rather because you, you, you birthed them, but rather gratitude for, for giving them a home for those nine months. For nourishing him. For allowing him to grow. That's where gratitude started for us. It's natural for us. We just have to, to practice it. Day in and day out. And that gratitude will grow. But just, just start with the small things. Appreciating right now. What's going on right now. I appreciate that I have a, a slight chill. I appreciate it. I'm not cold. I appreciate that sensation. I appreciate that I can feel that. I appreciate that I'm tired. I'm tired from my long work day. I appreciate, I have gratitude for the work day. I appreciate the fact that I am tired. I appreciate the fact that I'm alive. I appreciate the now that I am able to do as I am doing right now. That's gratitude. That's fine, that gratitude. It's going to lead us 
deeper into that path of self-love. Practice your breathing. In and out. And appreciate those breaths. Take your hand and rub your other hand. Heck, take your toes and rub them across the floor. Feel, take note of what you feel. Have gratitude for those feelings. Have gratitude before you lay down. Gratitude, but just be thankful that you can lay down. Be thankful that you have toes. Be thankful that you have fingers. Thankful that you have sight and hearing. Nothing else matters. That gratitude would teach you that the things that we find so serious in this physical realm are trivial. They don't matter. They have no meaning. For all that power lies in the spiritual realm. People say they want to manifest things. How do you manifest things? Well, gratitude. That's where we start. That gratitude will free you from stress and anything that will harm the psyche. Peace and love and good night. This is Bashi Sadiq. And I'll let y'all on the next one.